Hare Krishna everyone, we're continuing to read the teachings of Lord Kapila, the book by His Divine Grace, Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami Prabhupada. Chapter 16 The Pure Devotees' Spiritual Opulences Text 37 Adho vibhutim mamamaya vinastam Aishvaryam ashtangam anupravritam Shriyam Bhagavatim Vasprihayanti Badram Prasya Meteshnu Vatetu Loke Translation Thus, because he is completely absorbed in meditation upon me, the devotee does not desire even the highest benediction obtainable in the upper planetary systems, including Satyaloka. He does not desire the eight material perfections obtained from mystic yoga, nor does he desire to be elevated to the kingdom of God. Yet, even without desiring them, the devotee enjoys, even in this life, all the offered benedictions. PURPORT The vibhuti or opulences offered by Maya are of many varieties. We experience different varieties of material enjoyment even on this planet. But if one is able to promote himself to higher planets like Chandraloka, the sun or still higher, Maharloka, Janaloka and Tapaloka, or even ultimately the highest planet, which is inhabited by Brahma and is called Satyaloka, one will find immense possibilities for material enjoyment. For example, the duration of life on higher planets is far, far greater than on this planet. It is said that on the moon, the duration of life is such that our six months are equal to one day. We cannot even imagine the duration of life on the highest planet. It is stated in Bhagavad Gita that Brahma's 12 hours are inconceivable even to our mathematicians. These are all descriptions of the external energy of the Lord or Maya. Besides these, there are other opulences which the yogis can achieve by their mystic power. They're also material. A devotee does not aspire for all these material pleasures, although they are available to him simply by wishing. By the grace of the Lord, a devotee can achieve wonderful material success simply by willing, but a real devotee does not do so. Lord Chaitanya Mahaprabhu has taught that one should not desire material opulence or material reputation, nor should one try to enjoy material beauty. 
he should only aspire to be absorbed in the devotional service of the Lord, even if he does not get liberation, but has to continue the process of birth and death ultimately, unlimitedly. Hmm. Actually, however, to one who engages in Krishna consciousness, liberation is already guaranteed. Devotees enjoy all the benefits of the higher planets and the Vaikuntha planets also. It is especially mentioned here. Bhagavatim Bhadram In the Vaikuntha planets, everything is eternally peaceful yet a pure devotee does not even aspire to be promoted there but still he gets that advantage he enjoys all the facilities of the material and spiritual worlds even during the present life span According to Chaitanya Mahaprabhu Rupa Goswami in his Bhakti Rasamrita Sindhu, Narada Muni in the Narada Pancharatra, and Bhagavan Shri Krishna in Bhagavad Gita, a pure devotee never wants anything from the Lord. He does not even want liberation to say nothing of material things. Generally, people want dharma, artha, kama, and moksha, in that order. First of all, people want to become religious, dharma, in order to attain material opulence, artha. People want material opulence in order to gratify their senses, kama. And when they are frustrated in their attempt to gratify their senses they want liberation moksha in this way dharma artha kama and moksha are going on however a devotee is not interested in any of these in the christian religion people pray <clears throat> give us this day our daily bread but a pure devotee, a pure bhakta, does not even ask for his daily bread. A pure devotee is kept in the hand of Krishna just like a very precious jewel. When you hold something precious in your hand, you are very careful. And similarly, Krishna holds the devotee and takes care of him. Oh, that's so beautiful! Imagine if Krishna, he holds his devotee like a precious jewel in his hand. So the devotee would not be like, oh, will you feed me as well? <laughs> you know? Or, you know, it's just so beautiful. Okay, continuing. One can just imagine his position. If a very rich man says, don't worry, I will take care of everything for you. Krishna, the Supreme Lord, is the proprietor of all opulence. 
there is no one more opulent than Krishna. Therefore, if Krishna says, if Krishna says that he will take care of his devotee, there is no question of poverty. Most people want material opulence, but they do not know that Krishna is the proprietor of all opulence. That is their misfortune. Although the proprietor of all opulence says, just surrender unto me and I will take care of you, people do not do it. Instead they say, I will take care of my own business, I will maintain myself, I will take care of myself, my family, my friends and my country. Arjuna was very intelligent because he simply chose Krishna, whereas Duryodhan took Krishna's soldiers. It is not possible to conquer Krishna, but the devotee can capture Krishna with bhakti, love. It is impossible for people to understand the great opulence of Shri Krishna. Therefore, Chaitanya Mahaprabhu tells us to abandon speculating about God. There's a story of a frog. A frog in a well, being approached by <clears throat> a friend, by a friend who says, My dear frog, I have seen a huge body of water. What is that water? the frog asks. The Atlantic Ocean, the friend replies. Oh, the Atlantic Ocean. Is it bigger than this well? Is it four feet? Ten feet! Our attempt to speculate about God is very much like this. If we want to understand God, we have to try to understand from God himself. We may have a neighbor who is very wealthy, influential, wise, strong and beautiful. And we may speculate about his opulence. But if we make friends with him, we can understand his position by listening to him speak about himself. God cannot be subjected to our imagination. Our imagination is limited and our senses are imperfect. The process of bhakti marga is the process of submission. There is no question of subjecting God to our imagination. We simply have to become very humble and submissive and pray to Krishna sincerely. Quote, Krishna, it is not possible for me to know you. Kindly explain how it is. I can know you. And then it will be possible. Unquote. This is the way, the way Arjuna approached Krishna in the 11th chapter of Bhagavad Gita. We can hardly understand or comprehend the innumerable universes. The word Jagat refers to this universe. 
but there is more than one universe. Although we are seeing only one universe, there are millions of universes, and Krishna is supporting all these millions of universes with a single fragment of himself. This is also confirmed in many other Vedic literatures. Okay, we shall read about this tomorrow. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Yes, we are marking 600 episodes. It's incredible and the journey is fantastic and I'm very very grateful that you're all listening and going with us on this journey. So please check out this book. The link is in the description. Share it with all of your friends, everyone you know. Uh, check out our website shravanamdiaries.com and we shall see you tomorrow. Hare Krishna.